0: Greetings and a warm welcome to You Shall Receive Power. I'm Etienne McClintock and my co-host in the studio with me is Colin Hone. Colin, welcome. It's great to be here, Etienne. Always good to have you here. Now, Colin is the International Director and Speaker of Holy Spirit Ministries and he also has another job, another title. He works for the North New South Wales Conference as the Prayer Director. Now, we are continuing our series of programs featuring the book 50 Days Prayers and Devotionals to Prepare for the latter Rain and Christ Returned by Pastor Dennis Smith And today our topic comes out of day 17 It is the power of united prayer So we look forward to discussing that with you But as we're discussing prayer Let's just go to our Heavenly Father very quickly And just ask Him to bless you, dear listener And also us as we go through this study Father in Heaven, it's such a privilege to open your word again Just to come into your presence And have this opportunity to share the good news of salvation The gospel the importance of receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit And to also unite together in prayer And have our, our prayers directed by the Spirit And as such, Father, we just pray for your blessing On every person who is listening to this presentation And also on Colin and myself, Father May you infuse your spirit May you guide and direct our thoughts And our minds and our speech And we just commit ourselves into your care In Jesus' name, Amen So we've got another interesting topic here on prayer today, Colin and united in prayer and the Spirit. So the power of united prayer.
1: We're going to go unpack the Bible, what the Bible says about God's people uniting in prayer mm. and how there's even more power by uniting in prayer. Amen. Looking so, forward to it. So Christians uniting in prayer, usually for a specific purpose, has long been understood by believers as an essential part of the Christian life. And so one time I thought united prayer referred to maybe two or three more Christians coming together to pray. That's what I thought United Mm. Prayer was. We just come together and we pray. Yes. I thought that during prayer time, each one would pray for whatever came to their mind. You know, some things might come to yours and some things come to mine. Yeah. And each prayer would have some common elements, but each would have also a number of requests that varied from others who prayed. As so I've studied this further and further, I've found that this is not necessarily the biblical definition of Christians uniting together in prayer. Okay. So we're going to learn a little bit here because I think that's quite a common held view on united prayer. Well, that's what I believe for many years. I thought, mm. yeah, united prayer is we just come together and pray. Yes. You pray for whatever you've got, what you want to pray for, and I put what I want to pray for. Yes. But now, well, you know, united prayer is two or more Christians praying for the same thing. That's what we want to talk about. Okay. I believe united prayer is two or more Christians. Praying for the same thing mm. So uniting together for the same request Okay So they are united in desire, purpose and request They pray together at the same place and time with one prayer focus mm. If they cannot meet at the same place or time They will pray at the same time with one prayer focus Or may pray together on the phone However, if possible, meeting together is more strengthening to each individual who attends if they actually meet together to pray So you can still okay. meet, pray together on the phone But it's better to come together Oh yes, there's something special about being together You know, I believe united prayer with fellow believer Is a powerful force against Satan in our personal lives Yeah And that's why James counsels us to join together When praying for the sick, for example, doesn't he? You know, when he says come together and pray for the sick That's right He says come together Let's read James chapter 5 verse 14 and 16 if anyone among
0: you is sick, let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick and the Lord
1: will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. So the prayer is not only praying for the healing of the sick. Yes. But it's the healing of the soul. Mm. Unconfessed sins. And so that's why he says confess your faults to each other That's
0: right yeah Sins to God and your faults to one another So verse 16 says Confess your trespasses to one another And pray for one another that you may be healed The effective fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much
1: Wow It's an incredible uh, Bible promise there Yes it is So in fact it's necessary to those who be ready to meet Jesus I believe When he returns to have entered a genuine united prayer for one another Yeah be praying for one another. We weren't created to stand alone in our battle against Satan or with against Satan. We need one another's prayers for the complete victory over the enemy. So and I believe united prayer is also essential for the advancement of God's kingdom on the earth. I agree. And yeah. Eddie, Satan will resist every forward movement of God's work. Everything God wants to do, he will resist. Mm. He will resist. And united prayer will significantly increase God's power to advance his kingdom. United prayer. So we can, we can frustrate the plans of Satan through united prayer. Absolutely. And so let's look at the Old Testament and some examples of united prayer. And so we see in the Old Testament, it's got numerous reference to believers where they united together to pray. The teacher in Ecclesiastics provided a very significant lesson on the importance of others joining with us in the battle against our enemy. Who was Satan? This is what he wrote in Ecclesiastes chapter four, verse twelve: "The one may be overpowered by another; two can withstand him, and a threefold cord is not quickly broken." Wow! So he's saying, when we come together, like one might be overpowered, but two or three might not. I mean, you know what it's like in a rope. You. You put rope together in cords of three, yes. it's come stronger, doesn't it? Much stronger. That's than just right. one.
0: Mm, that's a wonderful statement.
1: So if you try to stand alone in the battle against Satan's temptations, we'll be more easily overcome. As the teacher says in Ecclesiastics, one, may, one alone may be more easily overpowered, while two can defend themselves. And three are even stronger. Mm. So it's vital for every Christian living in the last days to be united together. In prayer for each other And to be united in purpose Yes And in this fellowship coming together We're fighting the battle together And so the united prayers for one another Will bring great victories Than they could if they tried to stand alone in the conflict mm. So there's an Old Testament event That clearly illustrates the importance of united prayer In defeating the enemy So we're going to go to Exodus chapter 17 Exodus chapter 17 verses 8-16 uh, to 16, And we're going to read a story about the Amalekites coming up Against Israel during the wilderness journey And Let's just read that And see what happens Okay verse 8 from
0: Exodus 17 Now Amalek came and Fought with Israel at Rephidim and Moses said to Joshua choose some men to go Out fight with Amalek tomorrow I will stand on the top of the hill with the Rod of God in my hand So Joshua did as Moses had said to him and fought with Amalek, and Moses, Aaron, and Hur went up to the top of the hill. So it was when Moses held up his hand that Israel prevailed, and when he let down his hand, Amalek prevailed. But Moses' hands became heavy, so they took a stone and put it under him, and he sat on it. And Aaron and Hur supported his hands, one on one side and the other on the other side, and his hands were steady until the going down of the sun. So Joshua defeated Amalek and his people with the edge of the sword. Then the Lord said to Moses, Write this for a memorial in the book and recount it in the hearing of Joshua that I will utterly blot out the remembrance of Amalek from
1: under heaven. Wow. So, so here we see a clear example of the necessity of uniting together in prayer for victory. Yes. They're holding up their hands, but they were praying. For the victory. Correct. That's right. Yeah. yeah.
0: And then it says also Moses in verse 15 built an altar and called the name of the place. The Lord is my banner. And he said because the Lord has sworn the Lord will have war with Amalek from generation to generation.
1: Yeah. So Aaron and her they join Moses in prayer for victory by also lifting up their hands to the throne of God. Mm. By lifting up Moses' hands, they're also lifting their own hands up. Yes. Their own hands yeah. up. What great symbolism. So had they not joined Moses in this prayer for victory, Israel would have been defeated because Moses would have got tired. Yeah, right. Right. And
0: his arm was getting heavy already, so he couldn't
1: keep it up there by himself that's all right. the time. That's right. So our battle against the enemy is too great for just one. Mm. We need to join together in prayer for one another and for God's work if we're to obtain the complete victory over Satan and his forces. So we have a great there illustration there in the Old Testament. Also, let's talk about what Jesus said in the New Testament about united prayer. And Jesus gives a significant statement about the importance and even the necessity of two or more believers joining together in fellowship and prayer. That's found in Matthew chapter 18, verse 19 to 20. Again, I tell you that if two of
0: you on earth agree about anything you ask for, it will be done for you by my Father in heaven. For where two or three come together in my name, there I am and I am with them.
1: So Jesus is with you when two or three more come together. So even Jesus Himself has made this statement, uh, the same that was made in the Old Testament yes. about two or three being stronger. So when two or more believers pray in the Spirit, a subject discussed in the previous stap- uh, chapter, we talked about that. That they can be very confident that God will hear and answer their prayer. And we go to First John chapter five, First John chapter five, verse fourteen and fifteen. And now this is the confidence that we have in Him. That if we ask anything
0: according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we will have the petitions that we have asked of him. That's right. Did you notice that he says us? That's right.
1: He's us. He hears us. Yeah, if we ask anything according to his will. He hears us. So Mm. John's inferring that we're praying together. So, you know, if we allow ourselves to remain isolated from our fellow believers— We will not see the powerful answer to our prayers that we desire. Yes. We're to come together and pray together. Now, the Christian church was established on United Prayer. It was. So the Christian church began or started with United Prayer. For the fulfillment of Jesus' promise to send the Holy Spirit, which is found in Acts chapter 1, which is our our theme text. That's right, 1 verse 8, yeah. That you shall receive power. Mm. So in Jesus himself said come together go to the upper room and wait and what had happened in Acts chapter 1 verse 14 what did they do
0: then all these continued with one accord in prayer and supplication with the woman and Mary the mother of Jesus and
1: with his brothers so the waiting wasn't done idly they were waiting in prayer they were waiting and they were praying Mm. and they were praying what Together. Together, that's right. They all joined together constantly in prayer in Acts chapter 1, verse 14. So this verse is saying that they united together for prayer to pray for what? For the same thing. That's right. They were praying for the same thing, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Mm. They united prayer, praying for the same thing. They didn't stop their united prayer efforts for the fulfillment of Jesus' promise until what? Until the promise was fulfilled. 10 days after they began praying in Acts chapter 2, verse 1 to 4. They Mm. continued together praying for the same thing for 10 days. Now, interestingly, you know, it says there in uh, Acts chapter 2,
0: verse 1, that they were together of one accord in one place. So, that one accord, they would have confessed sins to one another, things they've done wrong to each other. And as we just read previously there in the book of um, James, chapter 5, about confessing their faults to one another They would have done that as part of the process So when we read that it's not just idle words It's something that we should do with one another as well As we come together in prayer Confess your sins to God Confess your faults to one another We've mm. been wronged each other And then when we are come together And we are one spirit in one accord Then there's no reason why the Holy Spirit Couldn't be poured out in the same way it
1: did at Pentecost Were they at one accord before the day of Pentecost? They, they were other were, the disciples. I oh, know.
0: Well, leading up to that, they weren't. No. those last ten days that brought them together. That's right. Yeah. Before that, before the cross, they were well, arguing who would be the greatest, who would be first, who would be most preeminent, who would sit to the left and the right of Christ. Yes, and of course, you know, the mother of uh, James and John was very. Ambitious for her sons, and she obviously put that
1: request in there with Jesus and the other disciples when they heard about it to be it. the leaders of the church, maybe the conference presidents, although yeah, there was a, right. there was there wasn't a spirit of humility mm. Jesus taught them that, tried to teach them that through three and a half years by his example of serving the way that he went and washed their feet, yes, and served he was trying to teach them about leadership comes servitude we 're not yeah. to lord it over. Mm. Uh, people. And so they were arguing who was going to be the greatest. And now they came, it says they were one accord, one accord not only together, uh, but also one accord in praying for the same thing. Mm. And so this verse is saying that they united together to pray for the same thing. And they didn't stop their united prayer until it was fulfilled. And so in Acts chapter 2, also we read together in Acts chapter 2 verse 42 what happened after the day of Pentecost. What did the early church do? What was... There's some common thing that they did. Yes,
0: it says, and they continued steadfastly. Obviously, if they continued, de- obviously, they're together. Or devoted themselves. Yes. Yep. In, uh, steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine
1: and fellowship, in the breaking of bread, and in prayers. Four elements, the early church. Yes. They came together. It says they. That mm. means not individually. They came together in groups And they studied God's Word together The apostles' doctrine are the teachings of God's Word The doctrines that they've learned from Jesus Yeah, correct And to what? Fellowship They spent time in fellowship Mm. Breaking in bread They obviously spent time eating together Breaking bread And prayed Yeah That was the elements of the early Christian church And that's why they had power Mm. Amen That's why they had power And so we see here the church daily uniting in prayer together So, for example, whenever they faced a problem, they naturally joined together in prayer, asking God to give them the victory. For example, when Peter and John were threatened by the authority for teaching about Jesus, remember when the authorities brought uh, John and Peter up, they basically said, you know, don't do this anymore. But when they were told, the church joined together in prayer. And we read about that in Acts chapter 4, verse 24 to 31. Acts chapter 4, verses 24 to 31 where the story of Peter and John being threatened by the church, what did the church do? So when they heard that, they raised their voice to God with one
0: accord and said, Lord, you are God who made heaven and earth, the sea and all that is in them, who by the mouth of your servant David had said, why did the nations rage and why did the people plot a vain thing? The king of the earth took their stand, and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his Christ. For truly against your holy servant Jesus, whom you anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate, with the Gentiles and the people of Israel, were gathered together to do whatever your hand and your purpose determined before you to be done. Now, Lord, look on their threats and grant to your servants
1: that with all boldness they may speak your word. And did they speak... Let's just stop there. Did they speak boldness? They did. Absolutely. Peter and John spoke in boldness. And I love what they said in Acts chapter 4, verse 24, the very first verse. When they heard that Peter and John were going up to the council, they raised their voices together in prayers to God. Mm-hmm. That was the secret. Now, later in the book of Acts, we read about Peter being imprisoned by King Herod. He just killed James. Wow. James had been just put to death by the king. Mm. And when he saw this... And it pleased the Jews. So, you know, the king got excited because the Jews were pleased when he put James to death. He had Peter arrested. And so his plan was to have him killed also. Wow. Now, when the believers heard about this, what did they do? Mm. We read the church was earnestly praying for God for him in Acts chapter 12, verse 5. It says, Peter was therefore kept in prison, but constant prayer was offered to God for him by the church. So here they are, the church united again. To come together to pray because there was a problem. Yes. You know what amazed me, though, about that whole story is they prayed for it. Mm. Okay. They prayed for it. What did Peter do that night? Slept. He like probably a baby. Prayed.
0: Yeah, slept like a baby, but he was total confidence in God. Slept
1: like a baby. Mm. You know, he was Peter was a changed man, wasn't mm-hmm. he? I mean, imagine if you were going to be executed tomorrow— how would you sleep tonight?
0: Yeah, I don't know how many people would be able to do that. But obviously the confidence that he's in God's hands and he's got nothing to fear. He had, he had
1: the peace and the courage mm, that God gave yeah. him that. So so we see that happen and uh, and the church was earnestly praying for him. And they, why were they doing this? They realized that United Prayer was a powerful force against Satan's effort to stop the advancement of God's work. Yes. We also see Paul, he certainly understood the necessity of united prayer. You'd read many times throughout his writings, he requests the church to pray and unite and pray for him and the work he was doing for the Lord, to pray for the advancement of the gospel. One example is found in the second letter to believers in Corinth. So he writes of this wonderful deliverance of God they had experienced. Paul said in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 10 to 11, Okay, he has delivered us from such a deadly peril, and he will deliver us. On him
0: we have set our hope, and he will continue to deliver us as you help us by your prayers. Wow, that's powerful. Then many will give thanks on our behalf for the gracious favor granted us in answer to the prayers of many.
1: Wow, did you just realize all the deadly mm. perils that Paul got out of? How did he get out of them? Through the prayers of many. Yes. So if you're going through perils in your life, <laughs> or whether it's yeah. in the church or your home— then unite together with people and pray. That's what he's trying to tell us here. The Lord's trying to tell us to come together and pray. So Paul clearly understood that united prayers of many believers played a major role in the deliverance from Satan's efforts to stop them from doing the Lord's work. Mm. And without these united prayers, Etienne, on Paul's behalf, Satan would have triumphed.
0: Yeah, no doubt.
1: Christians uniting prayer together for one another and the advancement of God's work is necessary for victory over the enemy. Uh, do you have any experiences yourself? You know, I, I often we go out and we'll pray and ask for God's
0: protection. I, I think there's many times just for other people saying, look, we've had nothing dramatic, but the Lord quite possibly could just be shielding people anyway. I remember as a kid, we had uh, been at church. We'd been praying just for God's protection. And back in those days in Africa, there was no rules about sitting on the back of a ute. You know, you could sit on the side of the ute You didn't need, while people was driving You didn't need seat belts for everybody I don't know if that's still the case there or not But we were on the back of a ute And my sister was sitting on the side And she was fiddling, you know, being silly with the driver You know, playing around and all that And as we went around the corner The momentum of the car was about to throw her off You know, as we came around the corner And her legs went up in the end I could really see her hitting the ground I was just sitting just a little distance from her On the back of the ute as well and somehow it was like an angel pushed her back And she, uh, she sat upright on the ute and then grabbed onto the post S- Scared to death She really felt fearful because she almost fell off But somehow God protected her and she didn't hit the pavement She stayed on the, on the ute Contrary to the momentum of the car and going around well, the corner
1: Let me tell you a, a story that I experienced back in 2013 uh, We were at a, at a camp meeting And uh, every morning... A group of us got together and started praying. We were going through the mm. ten days prayers and devotions to experience the baptism and Holy Spirit by Dennis Smith. Yes, we'd just released the book, and I'd been praying, you know, for this devotional to to be distributed and go out to God's people. And we're coming together, and we started praying also for that in the group. Mm. And interestingly, what happened was that the Fijian president at the time, uh, one of the guys in there, was Fijian. He told his president. He came and saw me and said, got this hold of this book. He says, we need this book for all our pastors in Fiji. And I said, awesome. I said, that's great. I said, what about the people? I said, can we get it to the people if we get a right price? He said, that would be awesome. And so I left it at that and we kept on praying as a group. Yeah. Well, a week later, I get a call from the president of the conference and he says, I'm running evangelistic meetings in July. I want you to go over to Fiji and preach for Ten days, right around all around churches in Fiji, to get them to come together and unite together to pray for the baptism of the Holy Spirit, mm. but all, to go through the ten days devotional. Yes, but also to pray for the evangelistic meetings. Yeah. See, normally in the past they'd done newspaper ads and letterbox droppings and all these all these man made ways. And he says, "Let's do this one on prayer." Yes. So they went out. And all the churches came together in prayer. And I went over there, and every night I saw people praying and uniting. I saw them forgiving one another in churches. Wow. This is every night. Mm. It was like Pentecost every night. Uh, it was the most incredible experience of my life. And and what happened is I heard at the end when they prayed, the evangelistic meetings that uh, our conference presidents ran in Fiji in 2013, they had more baptisms than they'd ever had before from any other campaign. And that just shows the power of prayer. Because they united together and prayed mm. that God would pour out his spirit on the evangelistic meetings and also on the people that they'll pray. started praying for people to invite to come to evangelistic meetings. Yeah. And it said it was the most they ever had. Praise the Lord. And, and, and I'm seeing this happen time after time where people in churches pray together. Come together to pray, Yes they'll see greater results. Mm. So there's a, a clear example. And uh, from that, five thousand ten 10 days prayers and devotions to uh, experience the Baptist knowledge. where Dennis Smith went yes. to all of Fiji. It was just amazing. Mm. Just amazing. So, you know, I could tell you many other stories like that that I've been uh, around the world where people have prayed together and just seen incredible things happen. Yes. Incredible things happen. So we know that the early church was you know, built on prayer. Now, what about Christians of the past? We're going to look in a minute of what Christians in the past. And I just want to give you one, uh, how many Christians throughout the centuries have testified to the necessity of united prayer, praying for the same thing. Hmm. Let's read in the Testimonies for the Church, Volume 7, page 236, what Ellen White says about united prayer. It is God's purpose that men entrusted with
0: responsibility should counsel and pray together in Christian unity. In unity, there is life, a power that can be obtained in no other way. There will be a vast power in the church when the energies of the members are united under the control of the Spirit. Then will God be able to work mightily through his people for the conversion
1: of sinners. Wow, did you notice that last part? Then will God be able to work mightily through his people. For the conversion of sinners But what did he say first She states there is life and power In united prayer in the spirit Mm. That is experienced in no other way You see united prayer Is powerful force for the advancement Of God's work You know If we united in our churches Mm. And prayed together For example for 40 days Or 10 days or whatever 50 days Before we ever did anything We would see God's power in a mighty And more powerful Mm. way then we just go and do things in our man-made ways We just yeah. you know go and do it through our own efforts and ways And all the ideas we have Instead of coming together and pray to God God you do yes. something yeah. You do something I just think it would be awesome
0: You know we come together here on every morning And pray together at 3ABN And then mm. we also just before lunch at 20 past 12 We all come together and we, we separate in little groups then And pray we pray in twos and threes mm. But we have our corporate prayer as well and when we come back from the break I will tell you some answer prayers from our corporate prayer just in the last few months. Oh awesome, Eddie. Okay. We'll be right back. purchase this and other CDs, visit our online store at 3abnaustralia.org.au.
1: This is a sample from Henry Higgins playing I Will Follow Thee from his CD Near to the Heart.
0: Welcome back to You Shall Receive Power and you are with Colin Hone and I'm Etienne McClintock. Now just before the break we were talking about uniting together in prayer and we do pray a fair bit here at 3ABN individually in small groups and collectively as well. And for the last number of months we've actually been praying that God would help Expand our reach and our footprint So we can share the gospel The good news of salvation We can also have these programs Go to a larger audience So as far as you know FM stations and FM affiliates And having God work on the hearts and minds of people Who want to support us in this way And become a licensee for an FM station And we also prayed the same For expanding our reach on 3 ABM Because we're only on satellite at the moment And you know God has really answered our prayer In a remarkable way Um, As of the beginning of July God has actually expanded our reach now Into um, free-to-air television For those remote areas That can't get a terrestrial signal In other words They may have a antenna on their roof But they can't pick it up So even in cities There's some pockets Where they can't pick it up with an antenna So then they can actually reach it by satellite And this is a government-sponsored program Called VAST Now we have just been added to the VAST program We are the only Christian Television station that's on Vast at the moment Right beside ABC and SBS And also the other Free-to-air channels like channel 7, 9 and 10 And so forth and all their uh, affiliates So we're really excited about that But that is an answer to prayer Now I've been praying this prayer Individually by myself and we've also prayed It collectively as a group that God would expand Our reach for FM And as I've been praying this all of a sudden Just in the last few weeks has dawned on me You know when we started Praying for this around about February this year We only had about 43 um, stations Mm. on our website At the moment we are around about 100 stations FM channels and a a couple of AM stations as well That is broadcasting our messages in Australia
1: and New Zealand So you've gone in six months or so Yeah, well less than six months, yeah You came together as a group and you started Unitedly Praying Mm. To expand the 3ABN radio programs That's right and you had 42 affiliated stations, mm. and now you have over 100.
0: We, that's right. Correct. Praise and, God. And, and counting. So God is adding continuously. And the interesting thing is with the Vast program, they have between 3,000 and 4,000 homes being added to the Vast system every month.
1: So right now, you started praying again for the television programs on 3ABN. Yes. And now Vast has opened the door where there's 300, over 310,000 households. There's about household. a million
0: or so people. We what? have direct access to this instantly Since we've gone on vast at the beginning of July
1: of 2017 So what I'd like to put out then, Eddie and if I may yeah, be so sure. bold Is I, I'd like to put out to our listeners If you would join 3ABN every morning And start praying specifically together Remember uniting to pray for the same thing mm. That those 320 or 10,000 homes that now have Vast television, for example, yes. that they, God will put it on their hearts to actually go and listen or watch mm. Channel, what channel is it on? Channel 603 on Vast. So 603, that God will direct them to go and li- watch Channel 603. Yes. So can you imagine if all well, our three ABN listeners on radio, we united in prayer and started praying for example, that God will impress upon those three hundred ten thousand families to start watching three ABN on Vast six oh six oh three on six oh three, mm. and also that God will put it on people's hearts who have access to the radio stations, the hundred yes. radio affiliate stations. That God will put it on people's hearts. To start listening to 3 ABN radio. Mm. If they can pray for them to listen, and also to God will expand our footprint because
0: we're only scratching the surface still as far as radio stations are concerned in Australia. And there's many people with lots of stations. Some people own 100 or 200 stations that God may even impress their hearts, you know, because God says there in Ecclesiastes chapter 2, verse 26 that He gives the gathering and collecting to those people who are secular minded, but then later the Spirit of God moves on them and they give it to God's people so they can proclaim their message. So I'm looking forward to that day when God will. Will we'll actually give us a big chunk of FM affiliate stations That yeah. we can spread the gospel around And uh, dear listener If you are going to join us in prayer By all means Just send us a note on our Facebook page Or you can even uh, send us an email Or just ring us and let us know That you are praying for us We would love to hear from you And we'd like to give you an update on this program As, uh, as, as it goes on as well
1: Now what time are you specifically praying, Eddie For, for, for the vast television program? So that, you know, people will listen to mm. watch it and to get more radio uh, footprint across uh, okay. Australia, et cetera. What time are you praying for that every okay. morning? Well, as a group. As a group. As a, we pay between 8 and 8.15 in the morning. So if you're available and you can, now you might be driving, you might be uh, at home, you could That's be right. at work. But if even at that time between 8 and 8.15, mm. when 3ABN are praying for those specific needs, if you could join us then we will be fulfilling the promise where god says when we unite together in prayer there is power mm. and let's see what god does amen and maybe later down the track we can report back to the listeners what god has actually has done absolutely be- because yeah. of our united prayer between 8 and 815 every morning to pray specifically that god will increase the footprint on radio and television for 3ABN mm. that he will specifically impress upon hearts to go to channel six oh three on Vast and listen to th- watch three ABN, and also to listen to on the hundred radio programs that three ABN is broadcasting uh, right now throughout. Yeah, amen. And also, if you if
0: if you're busy at uh, eight to
1: eight fifteen, and you can't do it, we also pray at twenty past twelve every single day. So twenty past twelve and eight fifteen. Yeah. If you can pray with us, that would just be. Awesome. And let's Wonderful. see what God will do. Amen. And we'll report back. And we're going to report back. The Lord back. sometimes tells us to test me in these things and see if I will not open the storehouses and the floodgates well, of heaven. I, I know he's going to do something. I know that <laughs> I you agree have three ABN, few people praying. And now we mm. put it out to our radio listeners. If you start praying with us, I know that God will hear and answer our prayers. Mm. And Amen. I'm excited to see what he's about to do. That's exciting. Yeah, news. so am I. Praise God. So many blessings come from united prayer as we've seen and testified in our own lives and you know some of the examples we've just given Mm. and so many blessings await those who choose to unite with fellow believers in prayer and the desire to pray is dependent on the participants the more we pray the more we desire to pray it's almost like a drug the more the more we pray the more we desire to pray isn't it incredible? Oh, yes, that is incredible. And we learn how to pray more effectively from participating with experienced prayer warriors too. When we come together and pray in groups, we learn how to pray as well. That's true. You know, Jesus' prayer life had a powerful effect on his disciples. The disciples observed Jesus, mm. that he was a man of prayer. They sensed that his effectiveness in ministry was related to his prayer life. Yes. They saw all these. Jesus was always in prayer. And then they saw the powerful ministry of Jesus. So I remember one day they, they asked Jesus to teach them to pray in Luke chapter 11, verse 1. We've covered this before mm. about they asked him how to pray. Yes, it says, now, it
0: came to pass as he was praying. So this is Jesus praying. So they're observing him praying in a certain place. When he ceased that, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray as John also taught his disciples.
1: Wow. So they came. And I love, I love what... Um, Ellen White says in Christ's Object Lessons, page 140, Christ's Object Lessons, page 140, she says that Christ's disciples were much impressed by his prayers and by his habit of communion with God. One day after a short absence from their Lord, this is Ellen White commenting about the disciples coming to Jesus, they found him absorbed in supplication, in prayer. Seemingly unconscious of their presence, he continued praying loud. The hearts of the disciples were deeply moved, as he ceased praying, they exclaimed, Lord, teach us to pray. Mm. And then he gave them that wonderful prayer, our Father who art in heaven. Yes. That wonderful prayer. And then the illustration of the, of the neighbor going to his, his neighbor and asking for bread to give That's, to his friend. Yes. And then the beautiful prayer where, where uh, Jesus illustrated that he was praying for the Holy Spirit power. Mm. And then says to them, ask six times, seek a couple of times. He's saying, this is the reason. I'm filled with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Pray for the bread of life to give to others. Remember mm. how? Remember that prayer, uh, that uh, quote, where it says, "Daily he received a fresh baptism of the Holy Spirit, right, yes. that he might impart grace to others." Mm. That's what he was praying for. Wow. To impart grace to others through the Holy Spirit. And I love also what Charles Finley wrote as well. In Principles of Prayer, page 98. Can you read that for us?
0: Yeah, Nothing is more calculated to beget a spirit of
1: prayer than to unite in social prayer with one who has the spirit himself. That's exciting. You know, at our local church, we have started January this year. We're going through the 50 days prayers and devotions to prepare for the latter rain and Christ's return. So we're doing one day per week. Yes, We come together, go through the devotional, and we've got like between anywhere between eight and 12 people from the church turning up every week. Mm. And we're going through the devotional and praying. And I'm just noticing this wonderful fellowship developing through coming together and praying together. Mm. And we're seeing prayers answered as we pray together, united in group. It's just been an amazing experience. And so I really Uh encourage churches out there, uh, you know, to to get the 50 Days Prayers and Devotions by Dennis Smith and, and start a small group. And go through it once a week and, and start praying for your church's needs. So also, it also, and I guess that brings me to the point that this united prayer brings unity.
0: Yes, it does bring unity. Yeah. It
1: brought unity to the early disciples. It says they were one accord. It brought you, uh, unity to the early church. It says how so many times they were one accord mm. because they were praying together and
0: fellowshipping together. You know, as we draw closer to Christ, we naturally draw closer to each other as well.
1: Because we become more like Jesus. That's right. So united mm. prayer promotes unity and love for one another. Mm. When we have fellowship and pray together, we will come to truly know and care for one another. And we see that again, in the book of Acts, we see Christians praying together often, and in chapter four, verses 21 to 32, we read that how this united prayer fellowship affected their attitude towards one another. We read like of this deep love and concern for each other that developed. Mm. So what happens they're praying, and what is the fruit of the spirit? In well, Galatians Galatians 5, is love. love. Yeah. So let's read what they said in Acts chapter four, verse 24 to 32. So when they
0: heard that They they raised their voices to God With one accord and said Lord you are God Who made heaven and earth the sea And all that is in them Who by the mouth of your servant David Have said Why did the nations rage Why did the people plot vain things The kings of the earth took their stand The rulers were gathered together Against the Lord and against his Christ For truly against your holy servant Jesus Whom you anointed Both Herod and Pontius mm. Pilate And the Gentiles and the people of Israel Were gathered together And Verse 32 Verse 32 says, Now the multitude of those who believed were of one heart and one soul. Neither did anyone say that any of the things he possessed was his own, but they
1: had all things in common. Wow. They shared everything they had. Yes. There was a spirit of generosity comes from uniting together in prayer. Could you imagine you started doing that church? A spirit of generosity is the outflow of... Of uniting in prayer together in fellowship. Mm. And so we see an effect of loving fellowship, genuine concern for one another, and also we read about the advancement of God's work. And we read in Acts chapter 4, verse 33. Acts chapter 4, verse 33. What happened? With great power the apostles continued to testify of the resurrection
0: of the Lord Jesus, and much grace was upon them all. This was the result
1: of praying together. Mm. The fruits. There's fruits. Yes. There's fruits. And I love, again, I just love evangelist Charles Finney, what he said in Principles of Prayer, page 98. What does he say there, Edian? In Principles of Prayer, page 98. Nothing tends more to cement the hearts of Christians than praying together.
0: Never do they love one another so well as when they witness the outpouring of each
1: other's hearts in prayer. Do you see the amazing how our church can be—that's why— I love that uh, Ellen White says a revival will only come in an answer to prayer. Yes. And so as we come together and pray, we see revival, or we'll love one another, uh, prayer of supplication. And um, as, as we come together, our faith is strengthened. And you know why? Because more prayers are answered. <laughs> right. And the faith of a more mature Christian strengthens the weaker faith of the younger believer as well. Mm. So we, the weaker uh, believers come together with the stronger believers and their faith will be strengthened. And I believe United Prayer is necessary if we want to experience revival in our personal lives in our church. And again, as I just quoted in Selected Messages, Book 1, page 121, Ellen White says a revival need to be expected only in answer to prayer. Yes. So if you want to have a revival in your home, mm-hmm. in your churches, in in your workplace, wherever you are, then come together and start praying together and you will see a revival happening. Yes. Uh, I love what Reuben Torrey, he was a, a late 1800s, to early 1900s, gave the following. He was a revivalist. His name okay. was Reuben Torrey, a famous revivalist. He said there were three basic requirements for revival. Okay. Three basic requirements. The first one he said is, the first step he says, let a few Christians get thoroughly right with God. If this is not done, the rest will come to nothing. Mm. So get right with God, and that talks about reconciliation, I know it's a lovely story. I just met the president of the union in Papua New Guinea, and he was on the uh, on an island over there that was uh, Bougainville, okay. in which there was much division and problems and war. Hmm. And he was the president there, and he prayed for thirty days. Him and his wife. He was telling the story last weekend to me. He says we prayed for thirty days, just my wife and I, when we became president. When I, he became president, what God wanted him to do. Hmm. And after 30 days of prayer, and his wife prayed for 30 days, he went to his wife and says, what has God revealed to you? And she says, God's revealed to me that we need to pray for reconciliation. Mm. He says that's what God's been telling him. And so they started going out and doing uh, presentations throughout Bougainville on reconciliation. And what he told me was families were united, villages were united, even churches that were split Reunited Because they were fighting with each other. Yeah. And and, and even the government now is getting on board and saying, hey, you guys, can you go and do reconciliation? Because the message of the gospel is about reconciliation. Yes, it is. And so he told me about this. And now he's become the union of the whole whole Papua New Guinea. He's in charge of uh, the church in Papua New Guinea for the Seven Day Adventist Church. Yes. And he now is doing reconciliation. And he's saying there's more baptisms coming, more tithe. More joy fam- The same thing's happening right throughout Papua New Guinea yeah. And so they're focusing on that As prayer and revival Of a message of reconciliation
2: mm.
1: Yeah, That's,
0: that's beautiful you know, So those three things you mentioned there um, The first one as you just mentioned you know, People that get right with God And then the rest will come And if they don't do this they'll come to nothing Then you also said there that they are to bind themselves together And pray for revival until God opens the windows
1: of heaven And comes down to earth So that was the second that was the second one, yes. That he said, let them bind themselves together. That means come together mm. in groups, pray for revival, and keep praying for revival until God opens windows of heaven and comes down earth. Just like you know, Elijah had to yeah. go pray uh, yeah. six, seven times, didn't he? Yeah. We, uh, I was part
0: of a church in Melbourne. And I remember there were some challenges There was some infighting as well You know people had different views on theology And different mm. disagreements And we had a, a time of prayer well, leading up to it We had a program on a Monday night A Wednesday night And a Friday night Before we t- to take communion mm. That Sabbath morning We broke off into little groups And we had little prayers as well One with another And before we started the communion service There was people confessing sins to one another There were even some people in tears the spirit of God came down in a mighty way, and people made confession to one another. And when we took a communion, that was the most beautiful communion I've ever been part of. People were united together, in harmony with God, and with one another. But that only came in answer to prayers. The church got together and prayed for that
1: to happen. And the spirit of the Lord moved upon hearts and softened people's hearts. Yes. To come together and conf- and and forgive one another. Mm. That's amazing! Amazing. I uh, I love what. Um, Leviticus chapter 26 verse 8 says. Leviticus chapter 26 verse 8 says. says
0: five of you will chase a hundred and a hundred of you will chase
1: ten thousand and your enemies will fall by the sword before you. So he's talking this literally here, but he's talking about prayer. Mm. We unite together. You know, like we started off this chapter, we're in a great spiritual warfare against Satan and his evil host. You know, we're not wrestling against what? Flesh, Flesh and, and blood. Flesh blood, but principalities yeah, and powers Our war is not against each other. Our yeah, war is places. against Against Satan's evil angels. However, we have nothing to fear. Christ gained the victory over him at the cross, Eddie. Mm. That victory becomes a reality in our lives through prayer. That's right. But Jesus said, In this world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. And I love it. United Prayer will bring the greatest victories, for United Prayer multiplies prayer's effectiveness. Just like you know, where it says five will chase a hundred, a hundred will chase 10,000, and your animals will fall by a side. Mm. That's why we're excited for our viewers to join us in prayer to take this message even further. Yes, uh, uh, far and Far and wide. And I love what uh, that the, uh, Charles Spurgeon, he's one of my favorite preachers and writers. He wrote this in The Treasury of the Bible, Volume 3, page 268. you want to read that, mm. Elliot? If one Jacob can prevail over a wrestling angel, what can two do?
0: What victory would come to two joined in the same wrestling, one of you shall chase a thousand and two put ten thousand to flight. There is accumulated power and in united intercession. Two do not only double the force but multiply
1: it tenfold. God grant to each of us a praying partner well, that's awesome, and I'm, even in our local church, we've been praying for revival now for uh for six months. Yes, we've been praying for revival and praying. And we're starting to see the fruits. Mm. We've been praying to God to send more children, and 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 there's people turning up with children. Children, praise God! Uh, the church is starting to fill up. People mm. are coming. It's uh, it's also we've got now a little ministry where we're we're taking videos of the uh, sermons and then putting them out on YouTube, and so you can see the fruits. Okay. Of a revival coming from from prayer. Praise the Lord! You know, Eddie Satan fears more than anything else a praying Christian. Mm. Satan fears praying Christians more than an active Christian, working Christian. He also fears Christians who unite together in prayer more than he fears believers who remain isolated and alone in their battle with him. So I really encourage, you know, come together in small groups. Start going to your prayer nights. You know, if your church has a prayer night, come together on prayer night Mm. and start praying and watch what God will do. So it's vital that we determine we become more than individual prayer warriors And we are to pray individually There's a time for that early in the morning where we pray individually But there's also yes. a time for genuine fellowship of Christian fellowship Where we can partner up with prayer with fellow believers and I believe when we do this we will see victories in our own lives As never previous experience I don't think United Prayer is an option for those who want to be ready for Christ's return I believe it's a necessity mm. Even Jesus says pray for what? The harvest. That's right. He says the harvest is great, pray for the workers to go in the harvest. Mm. He says pray for that. So, I'm pretty excited about the possibilities of what's going to happen as we unite together and pray, Edian.
0: Yeah, I agree with you as well. You know, we've 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 covered a few topics on prayer so far and there's got a few more to come. But that first one there, the importance of prayer and persevering prayer, where we've got to you know, take our positions to the Lord. And even if we don't have our prayer answered immediately, God sometimes through the process of strengthening our faith, He wants us to rely not on our feelings, not on the fact that there appears to be a delay, but on the fact that He wants us to persevere in prayer so that He can answer our prayers. So we've got to be persevering. And then the second part we looked at, and that was the previous lesson, was in regards to praying in the Spirit. And when God prompts your mind And says, look, you need to pray now Learn to listen to that I've had to learn the hard way Sometimes I just feel impressed I need to pray And I go, look, I'll do that in a half an hour I've just got something else to do And you know, typically what happens You get busy You've got your day planned out But then your day gets disturbed It gets all messed up All your plans go out the window And before you know it It's the end of the day And you've gone through some things That you weren't mentally prepared for Or spiritually prepared for Quite simply because well, in my case, I had not listened to the promptings of the spirits, so and now when the Lord lays it upon me If I am able to put something aside I'm not dealing with someone, I'm just working on my own I immediately go, I spend that time in prayer And then, you know, quite often Things come uh, across my, my desk Or I get phone calls Which I'm spiritually prepared for The Lord had prepared me before the time mm. To deal with that issue To give me sometimes wisdom when you're dealing with someone else Just to give them a word of encouragement or whatever the issue may be Simply because I'm learning And I'm still learning To follow the promptings of the Spirit To pray when I need to pray And then secondly also to pray for people When a name pops into my head You know, Especially while I'm praying I spend some time praying for them Because I know that in the past My name has popped into other people's heads And they've prayed for me at a time When I needed it When I wasn't even praying for myself
1: oh, That's so true When the Holy Spirit prompts you to pray There's a reason He's doing it yes. And I want to give right at the We're in the living in the last days We you know. are and we know what's coming upon this world When we read the book of Revelations and Daniel we've, we've read that In the book Great Controversy, page 636 You want to note that God's people will be uniting in prayer for deliverance And God will recognize their prayers by encircling them with his rainbow of promise mm, okay, I'm just going to read this quickly It says oh, This is what it says And Ellen White wrote this in the Great Controversy This is uh, right at the end, just before Jesus returns mm. She describes in the following way with shouts of triumph, jeering and appreciation, throngs of evil men are about to rush upon their praise. So here's the thing where wicked people are going to attack God's people. Yes. They blame God's people for all the problems that are happening in the world. Just like uh, you know Ahab blamed Elijah for all the natural disasters that were happening in his day, That's... the drought and the rain and everything. And so they're blaming God's people. And it says, and listen what happens Throngs of evil men are about to rush upon the prey. Then, lo, a dense darkness, deeper than the darkness of the night, falls upon the earth. Mm. Then a rainbow, shining with the glory from the throne of God, spans the heavens and seems to encircle each praying company. Did you just notice that? That God's people will be in praying companies. Mm. He says, a rainbow will circle them. The angry multitudes are suddenly arrested. Their mocking cries die away. The object of their murderous rage are forgotten. With fearful forebodings, they gaze upon the symbol of God's covenant and long to be shortened from its overpowering brightness. Wow. Mm, That is God's people will be in companies praying together for deliverance at the end. Mm. So why don't we start praying now in companies? Amen.
0: That's right. Well,
1: dear listener, we don't know what all your circumstances
0: are, but some of you might be by yourself. And it's appropriate to spend time in prayer by yourself But one of the things you can do is ask God to bring a prayer partner into your life mm. as well So you can pray together And maybe it's not a, a, just one person, it could be more if you, uh, if you like, maybe you should go and look and find a church that's a praying church And join their prayer meetings mm. and spend time in prayer and devotions Because, you know, as we just studied and as we read from Scripture Where one or two come together to pray It's not an increase of just two or three It's a multiplication we as human beings Work on addition But God works on multiplication Praise God And he will bless you will bless your efforts And he will bless your prayers And your petitions and requests If you have other people Praying for exactly the same thing Unite together in harmony Praying and presenting Your petitions to God Thank you Colin For leading out In our um, study of prayer And the power of prayer And praying together in unity Now our uh, Our study comes from the book, 50 Days, Prayers and Devotionals to Prepare for the Latter Rain and Christ's Return by Pastor Dennis Smith. If you'd like a copy of that book, you're welcome to go to your nearest Adventist Book Center. Or if you don't have an Adventist Book Center nearby, you're welcome to contact us here. And we're happy to send that book on to you uh, with, uh, you know, is it $5, Colin? Only $5. $5, and then it's plus postage and handling. And we still have the other book available
1: by Dennis Horbill. Which is steps to personal revival Mm. Being filled with the Holy Spirit We've distributed 600,000 of the steps of personal revival in 28 different languages worldwide in the last year or two. Oh, it's, praise the Lord. It's an incredible book on revival and praying for the Holy Spirit.
0: Well, I know some people have just read the book recently who were really impressed by the book. They can't get enough of these books and telling other people to get the same book and 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 use it for their own devotional. So we, we pray that God will bless you today as we have prayed for you and will continue to pray for you and pray that you will. Pray for us as well and remember our special prayer request to pray for the expansion and that people would tune into the vast system 603 on the channel to watch 3ABN and also that people would uh, tune into our FM stations uh, scattered around Australia, New Zealand and South Pacific. And also we pray and ask that you would join us in prayer to ask for God to expand the reach of our FM footprint. And what time is that? That is at 8 to 8.15 every Monday to Friday. And then we also have prayer uh, at 12.20 every day just before we have our lunch. So may God bless you, dear listener. And uh, if you would like more information or you would just like to get in touch with us to tell us you're praying for us or we have special prayer requests, you're welcome to phone us on 0249733456. You can email us. You can send email to radio. At 3ABNAustralia.org.au Or if you're on Facebook You can like our Facebook page It is Radio, And on that Facebook page You can even send us a note So dear listener We pray that God will bless you That he will keep you And we look forward to catching up with you Next time here on You Shall Receive Power